Thank you. All right. What a, what a sweet presence of God is here, and don't you just appreciate the Lord? He's, he's a good God. He's a good, good, wonderful, awesome God. Um, I don't usually start out this way, but I feel like I feel like I'm supposed to pray real quickly for five people that you just cannot get a good night's sleep. I believe there's five of you here, and I just want to pray with you real quick. So raise your hand if you're one of those. One, two. Did I? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Did I say ten? So I'm just kidding. <laughs> We just, we just believe with you. I just feel this knowing that I know that I know God's going to give you sleep and rest. Don't start now, but wait till you get home. But Lord, we agree for everyone that raised their hand that they're going to start having wonderful, wonderful sleep. Not just tonight, but every night for the rest of their lives. Every night. That this thing, this insomnia, this interruption is broken. And whatever is causing the stress, the, whatever they need healing in their nervous system and their chemistry, you're doing it. Those that their mind is too active, we thank you just to install a switch on their brain that they can shut it off and sleep. Amen. Amen. Wow. You know what I love here tonight is I just love the anticipation, you know. I hate going when you know what everything's going to happen ahead of time, you know. But um, Pastor, we've talked about this quite a bit the last few weeks, but just he felt like it'd be good to just teach just a few minutes on hearing the voice of God. And I, I just want to do that, and I'll make this kind of short. I want to make a few comments, and then we just want the Holy Spirit to do whatever he wants to do. But... Um, the comment I made Sunday morning is this, and this is so, so, so important. Here it is. If you look for the spectacular, you will miss the supernatural. And I want to tell you, I've been around for a long time. I've heard the Lord many times in my life. 75% of the time, I hear the Holy Spirit. I have to fight whether I'm making it up or not. When I was first filled with the Spirit over 100 years ago, uh, this mentor of mine, a lady and her husband, but they were real in tune with the Lord. And I was newly filled with the Spirit, and I was saying, you know, I want to hear God. It was just amazing to me how they would hear the Holy Spirit. And, and I said, it's so hard to hear, and it seems like it's so faint. And I'll never forget this mentor of mine. She said, well, honey, it's going to get more faint because... The closer you get to God, the more faint his voice becomes. I said, more faint? I wanted to just slap her because I wanted to say, I can't hear now. But it's kind of like in a marriage relationship. You know, you don't have to, you know, if you don't, when you say you're away from home and your wife, you get home after a few days, you don't have to reintroduce yourself, say, hey, remember me? I'm your husband, we've had children together, you know. You don't have to reintroduce yourself, there's a, there's a knowing. And how many know if you've been married very long, you can communicate just by a certain look? And I avoid a lot of those, you know. Uh, but, but, but there's a, it's, it's like 
Because I used to say, Lord, why don't you just, I'll go to bed at night, I'm going to put a blackboard here by the bed, and if you would just write down while I sleep things you want me to do. But God wants us to trust him and to trust that we're hearing him. And I like to use the word trial and error because a lot of times you're going to miss it. But we have to learn to exercise our inner man. In other words, God is speaking all the time. He wants to talk to us. He wants us to get it more than we want to get it. But it doesn't take any faith if you heard an audible voice or if God wrote it on a chalkboard during the night. But it takes faith to follow that impulse of the Holy Spirit. And so I think so many people out there are looking for a spectacular, sensational thing. I think people think he's going to talk audibly. I just say, good luck. <laughs> uh, he, sometimes he's very clear, but I've never heard him speak audibly. Um, th- there's other times where, you know, people think it's, you're going to feel something, some big sensation. It just, I'm not saying it doesn't happen once in a while, but most of the time, it's just that gentle, gentle knowing. Um, so, so saying that, it's just, so in other words, just forget sensation, forget it. Because a lot of people, when they act sensational, to me, they're acting. You know, you're just acting. You can do that. But it, the voice of the Lord is just, it's almost, he's very practical, I think. We all know in, in 1 Kings 19, when Elijah was desperate to hear the Lord, it said, the Lord said, go out and stand on the mountain before the Lord. 1 Kings 19, 11, then said, Behold, the Lord passed by, and a great and strong wind tore into the mountains, broke the rocks in pieces. But the Lord was not in the wind. After the wind, there was an earthquake, but the Lord was not in the earthquake. After the earthquake, a fire, but the Lord was not in the fire. And after the fire, a still, small voice. And so most of the time, it's a still, small voice. Now, he, he comes in different ways. Jesus said, of course, John 10, 27, my sheep hear my voice. I'm glad he didn't say certain sheep hear my voice or special sheep hear my voice, but he's, his sheep hear his voice. It's normal to hear from God. It's normal to have a sense of his direction. In fact, I believe when you come to church, if you're halfway listening to the Lord all week, you're going to say the pastor preached what I've already been hearing from the Lord. And he said it more eloquently, but that's, that's, what I've, that's the very thing, the topic that's been on my mind. So um, another key is to exercise the Holy Spirit. I asked the Lord Sunday afternoon, who's going to win the Super Bowl? I do stuff like that all the time. And he, he told me real clearly that the, is it Eagles? The Eagles are going to win. And it went so against my mind, but it just, and I wasn't positive, I wasn't 100%, but I prayed about it two or three times. Every time I said, yeah, they're going to win, because, you know, the brain said the Patriots are going to win, but I do it totally just to exercise. Always saying, God, am I hearing, am I hearing? And when I was, at the end of the meeting, I looked at my phone, oh, they won, hallelujah, I was hearing God. I was more excited about that than football, you know, because, but, you know, you, we can just do that. Um, so... I think another way to exercise the gift of the Holy Spirit is to, when we talk to one another, uh, Pastor John there in Kansas City, he'll call me on the phone sometimes and he'll say, 
I'm in a bind right now. I need some direction. He said, would you pray for me? I said, sure. I'll pray and talk to you later. He said, no, 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 no. Pray right now. What, what is the Lord telling you right now? And I said, well, I just, I kind of have to look in my spirit. I said, well, this is, this is what I said. He, I sense, and he says, that's the same thing I'm feeling. Yeah, thank you, bye. And, and <clears throat> but in other words, we can challenge people. I remember, this is kind of stupid, but this, this guy went to his pastor one day, and he said, and he loved the Lord, and he said, he said well, he, he said, can I, can I, how do I know if I'm supposed to quit smoking, you know? And the pastor was so wise, he said, what's the Lord telling you? And the guy says, the Lord's not telling me anything. But I love the way he put it on, what's the Lord telling you? Because if I convince you, it's not going to last very long. But if the Lord tells you. And he said, well, I'm not hearing anything. And the pastor said, well, I'm not either. And he said, he walks out of the office and he said, well, <clears throat> will smoking keep me out of heaven? The pastor said, no. In fact, I think you'll get there sooner. <clears throat> and so, so the, uh, the deal is, is we need to take responsibility because it should be normal, possible to hear God. Now, I am not a prophet. I don't claim to be any kind of a, anything except I know that you, we can all hear the Lord. We can hear him. When I was... Uh, uh, so exercising the gift, and, and be real, be authentic. If you're not hearing anything, just say, I don't hear anything. And, and, you know, if so many times if I'll have a word and nobody responds, and then I, I think, well, I don't care. Maybe I made it up. Maybe, but then so many times afterwards, a person will come up and say it was me, you know. And I think, well, thanks a lot for not saying anything. Um, but prayer is a two-way conversation. Um, we need to ask, we need to, you can ask the Lord questions. Let, let, me, let me use this scripture for example. James 1.5, if any of you lacks wisdom, the Living Bible says, if you want to know what God wants you to do, let him ask of God who gives to all liberally. So in other words, when you're asking the Lord a question, he promises that he will not only answer it, he will answer it liberally. He'll give you more information than you want, than you, you even want. And without reproach, in other words, he's not going to say, that has got to be the dumbest question I've ever been asked. He, he does, he's not going to treat you that way. But he says, and it will be given to him. I don't think there's one person out there that doesn't want direction. And God says, if you'll ask me, I will give it to you generously, and I will not resent it. I will not tell you you're stupid. But he says, but let him ask in faith with no doubting. For he who doubts is like the wave of the sea driven and tossed by the wind. For let not that man think he shall receive anything from the Lord. For he is a double-minded man, unstable in all his ways. Now here's a good simple truth. What's a double-minded man? A double-minded man is a man with two minds. One mind says, I know God loves me. I know God wants to talk to me. I know God's going to tell me as soon as I talk to him and ask him a question. That's one mind. The other mind says, I feel like pond scum. I don't feel worthy. I feel like God doesn't really want to show me. You know, we all do that. 
or I, I, you know, and we, we and, and, and James saying, God's going to talk to you. God wants to talk to you as soon as you start asking, but don't be double-minded. In other words, have a single mind. I believe God's made me worthy. I believe the blood of Jesus has done it. I believe I'm the righteousness of God, and I believe I'm in good standing with God, and he wants to give me the answer. So, that... Uh, it's like I shared once about going bowling. If you go bowling, there's gutters. I don't know if you ever noticed that, but on the side, but one gutter says, I'm a failure, and I'm, you know, I don't even think God loves me. I'm not even sure. And the other, and the other side is too confident. The other gutter is like, well, you know, I, I, I just, I have a lot of self-confidence. Both gutters are wrong, but the right gutter is to say, I believe everything Jesus did is already paid for, and I believe I'm in relationship with him, and I'm in covenant with him, and so forth. So, I used to say, you know, and you've heard me do this, but I used to say, you go to the store and you say, you want to buy a shirt? And people do this all the time. So I take out my Visa card. And the clerk says, may I help you? And I say, in the name of Visa. I said, in the name of Visa. You know, and she's going to call security. You know, because, but, but, but see, I want to just say this. When you pray, you don't have to say, in the name of Jesus, the name of Jesus, the name of Jesus, because you're in the name of Jesus. You're in relationship with the name of Jesus. You can say in the name of Jesus all you want, but that isn't why your prayer is answered. The prayer is answered because you're already in relationship with him. And just because you've had a bad day, because we all do, it's not going to stop God from speaking to you. Because his, his righteousness isn't based on the kind of day you had. So, so anyway, when you come to God, the two things you have to shake off, I have to do it all the time. You have to shake off the unworthiness. I don't feel worthy. That is a lie from the devil. And, the, and it's been used in the church so much. Well, you're not worthy. You know, you're not worthy. You're not worthy. You're not worthy. How would you like to come home? And your husband comes up to kiss you and you say, I'm not worthy. I just don't, don't kiss me, I'm not worthy. Or your husband comes home and I'm a failure. Doesn't that make you feel good? Oh good, I'm married to a failure, you know. <clears throat> and, and, and we do that to God. We don't act like we're, we belong to him. We, we act like there's some kind of distance. But believe me, it's all taken care of. And then the church I grew up in, there was always a disclaimer. If it be your will, Lord, we're going to pray for this if it's your will. So, Lord, we ask you to heal us, but if not, strike us dead. You know, and, and there's, this, there's this stupid fatalism that the church has taught. Because Jesus said, if it be thy will, but he was in the garden. And three times he said, Lord, I don't want to go through this. I don't want to die for mankind. I don't want to be hung on a cross. Nevertheless, your will be done. But that thing has gotten in religious circles. And people disclaim everything, if it be thy will. But the will of God is made real plain in the scripture. And we have to be so bold to seek out the scripture. What has God said? It says, by his stripes I'm healed. It says, God wants to bless me. God wants to prosper me. God wants to talk to me. God wants to lead me. Now, if there's anything that irks me, it's <clears throat> when you start talking about hearing the voice of God and people say, well, all we need is the word. That's all, all we need is the word. 
But if you open the word blockhead, it says be led by the Spirit. <clears throat> and as soon as you open the word, it says listen to the Holy Spirit. Young men shall see visions. Old men shall dream dreams. On your sons and your daughters I will prophesy. The word is full of demonstration. The word is full of experience. So don't give me that. We, all we need is the word. Because the word's going to tell you to flow in the supernatural. The word's going to tell you to get in the demonstration. The word's going to tell you to expect miracles. Hallelujah. <clears throat> And the last thing is about <clears throat> is come boldly. You know, I love that in Hebrews 10, the, talking about the covenant. <clears throat> and he says, your sins and your lawless deeds, I will remember no more. If you're a Christian, that's what God has said to you. Your sins and your lawless deeds, I will remember no more, except for a few of the real bad ones. No, but, <clears throat> but then the next thing out of his mouth, he says, therefore having boldness to come before the throne. Why can we come boldly? For one reason, God has made a decision to forget your past. Therefore, you can come boldly. And, and if this is hard for you, then I encourage you to spend more time in the Word and, and read the Word. If you don't read another book, to me, somebody said once, the book of Ephesians is the Grand Canyon of Scripture. It just, I, I like to read through Ephesians a lot of times. Just, just read through because there's so much there it just, it's just, it's the gospel. And of course, you can, about any place you turn in scripture, you can find plenty. So, I just jotted down, and this is in a book, I didn't bring any books with me this time, but you can get them on my website if you want, but this book is important. You can hear the voice of God, but, so, just real quickly, there's, I found ten ways to hear from God, and I'll make these real quick. Number one, through the Bible, through the Word. The Lord will talk to you through Scriptures. You can go through this, and a, and a Scripture will jump out you. It'll be impressed. And you'll, you'll know it's yours for that day. A Scripture that's come alive to me the last, this past year was trust in the Lord with all your heart. It doesn't say trust in the Lord with all your brain. It says trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not to your brain, lean not to your understanding. In all your ways acknowledge Him he will direct your paths. I taught on this when I was here before, but I've had amazing experiences from that scripture by just acknowledging God in everything. And the more I acknowledge God, the more he does. It's just been amazing. So you can hear God through the word. And then Deuteronomy 8 says, God allowed, he said, I allowed you to hunger, fed you with manna, which you did not know, nor did your fathers know, that he might make you know. Now here God's saying, I've let you suffer. I've let you be hungry that you might know one thing. What? Man does not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. In other words, it's one thing to know God. It's one thing to know the relationship we have with God. Man does not live by bread alone. We know who God is. He, we should study this book. We should eat this book. But also, just as important, you need a relationship with the Holy Spirit. Man does not live by bread alone, but also by every word that's proceeding. It's one thing to know what God has said. It's another thing to know what He is saying. And when we're in the, when we're in the Spirit, when we're listening to the Spirit, we're hearing what He's saying. Anybody can tell you what God has said, but to be sensitive to the Lord, you want to hear what... God is saying.
<clears throat> so that's number one. Number two, well, I like number, back to number one a second, Acts 16. It says when they had gone through Figuria and the region of Galatia, I love this. They were for, here's the disciples. They don't have a New Testament. They're all just, they've had some time with Jesus a few years. And it says that they were going through Figuria, the region of Galatia, and they were forbidden by the Holy Spirit to preach the word in Asia. I thought it was God's will to preach the word. No, it's God's will to obey him. And it's God's will to preach the word where he says. Now here's these men who don't have a New Testament and they're, they're all together and there's a group of them and they're, they're saying, we're going to go preach in Asia. And all of a sudden, they, they must have all had a vision or had a sense or a knowing, we're not supposed to go to Asia. Now I want to tell you something about God. When the Holy Spirit says no, he always has something better. And so then they, they concluded, well, let's go. This is Acts 16. And after they... They, uh, after that, they'd come to Mysia, and they tried to go to Bithynia, but the Spirit did not permit them. Now, they did not have chapter and verse. Somewhere in their inner man, somewhere they're hearing the Lord, and they're all in consensus. We're not supposed to go there either. And then, I guess they all went to bed, because uh, so passing by Mysia, they came down to Troas, and a vision appeared to Paul in the night. And man of Macedonia stood and pleaded with him, saying, Come over to Macedonia and help us. And if you read Acts 16, so many exciting things happened because they were in the will of God. But my point is they did not have a Bible. They had to hear the Holy Spirit. And you have to hear the Holy Spirit in addition to just quoting a scripture or reading a scripture. You know it's him. The other way God speaks is, number two, God speaks through his thoughts. This is from Amos. For behold, he who forms mountains and creates the wind, who declares to man what his thought is, and makes the morning darkness, who treads the high places of the earth, the Lord of hosts is his name. Amos 4, verse 13. Now, there's many places about thoughts. I've learned that this is one of the most common active ways God speaks to each one of us. He'll give you a thought. Have you ever had somebody on your mind? Over and over again. And then you run into them later and they say, man, I've really been in a rough shape. And you think, God was trying to talk to me. God was giving me his thoughts. Pray for so-and-so. But we dismiss it. I'll tell you, most things God does, we dismiss. We don't even think about it. We just dismiss it. And then looking back, you're like, hey, I was hearing the Lord. <clears throat> but guess who else likes to speak through thoughts? <clears throat> the devil. Because he's a copycat and he's a counterfeit. But I want to tell you, one of the most common ways God will speak, he'll just... He'll just drop a thought in. It's just wonderful. Because you, you, and usually you know it's the Holy Spirit's thought because it didn't have a thing to do with what you were talking about. You know, sometimes if you think about, <clears throat> you know, if I think, if I see a car like Pastor Daryl drives, and then I think, it reminds me of Daryl, and then, oh yeah, and I'll start thinking, maybe I ought to call Daryl. That, that's because I saw his, a car but that wasn't God's thought. But when God gives you thought, it'll just, it's just there, you think. Where did that come from? So we grow in this kind of sensitivity. So the another way we hear from God is through the word of knowledge. Word of knowledge is 1 Corinthians 12. But the manifestation of the Spirit is given to each one for the profit of all. One is given the word of wisdom through the Spirit to another, the word of knowledge. 1 Corinthians 12, 7, 8. 
So knowledge is <clears throat> one minute you don't know it, the next minute you know it. It just is a way the Holy Spirit, it's supernatural. It isn't something you learn, because I grew up in a church, they said, well, that means the word of knowledge is because you went to college. That's so stupid. It means one minute you didn't know it, the other minute the Holy Spirit told you. So, hearing God through his words in your spirit. A lot of times when I pray for somebody, I'll, just like, I'll hear a sentence, like, almost like a ticker tape, just goes across my spirit. Isaiah 30 says, you shall hear a word behind you saying, this is the way, walk in it. That should be normal. A lot of times if you pray, maybe you and your wife pray together or something, and you say, let's ask the Lord a question, and then what did you hear? And one of you, one of you might say, well, I saw a picture. The other one might say, well, I, I heard these words. Uh, you know, just a simple sentence, and it's the Holy Spirit. And so it's wonderful to have somebody you can pray with that is not going to give you their opinion, because when, when you come to the Lord, you have to really be neutral. You can't have your mind made up. I got invited to be on the 700 Club years ago, and I was so excited about it, and I pray, you know, they asked me to come. Pat Robertson's secretary called me and everything, and I was going to, you know, I thought this is so cool because they said you're going to minister to 100 people. They're all millionaires. 105 people, they're all millionaires in the room. Terry Muslim's going to sing, and then you're going to get up and speak. I was so excited until I prayed about it. <clears throat> and the Holy Spirit said, no, I'm not sending you there. And so I cried for a couple days, and then, <clears throat> because I thought, this is such wisdom of God, you know, these people could underwrite my ministry, you know. But the Lord would not let me go. He, he, he just said, I'm not sending you there. And it, it was hard because, but when you come to God, you have to be neutral. You can't have your mind made up. Because I'm going to, you know, it's easy to obey God if it was something you were going to do anyway. <laughs> well, okay, so... Many times you'll hear a phrase or words in your spirit. We're going to exercise this in a minute here, but number five, <clears throat> you can hear God through pictures and visions. Now, <clears throat> let me just make this real clear. When people say, I had a vision, usually, most of the time, they didn't have a vision. They saw a Holy Spirit picture. I'll put it this way, I think I've had two, maybe three visions in my life, but I see pictures every day. Now, they both come from the Holy Spirit, but a vision is like looking with somebody with your eyes open, looking at someone. A picture is like looking at a photograph of them. So say, for example, Hosea 12, verse 10, God says, I have spoken by the prophets and I've multiplied visions and used similitudes or pictures, mental images by the prophets. This is how prophets used to prophesy. They would, they would lay hands on somebody and they would prophesy and they would just see a vision. They would see a picture. And that still happens today. So that's one way God speaks to us. So it's not drama. It's, it's just, it's, it's a two-dimensional thing. 
For example, everybody look at that picture up there first Tuesday, right? Now, would everyone close their eyes? Can you still see it? That's what seeing a picture is. It's about that simple. You pray for somebody and you'll just say, you know, as I'm praying for you, I see this. And it's just like a, it's just a seeing there. And I want to tell you something about the Holy Spirit. He's accurate. And most of us second guess ourselves, but I want to tell you, he is accurate. He doesn't lie. <laughs> he tells the truth. I'm not saying we don't misunderstand sometimes. So I was back when I was <clears throat> 27 years old. It's amazing how fast 10 years goes by. But uh, <laughs> I was pastoring a church. And an old prophet came to minister. He and his wife came and sometime during the weekend when they were ministering, I'd been working on my first book. I, I was just, and <clears throat> I said, I remember sitting at their kitchen, the kitchen table and I said, would you pray with me and ask the Holy Spirit if I'm going to get this book finished? I mean, I was desperate. And I remember his bloodshot eyes and his real wrinkled face, and he goes like this, and he bows his head. He couldn't have prayed for more than 15 seconds. And he looks up at me, and he said, Steve, you're not only going to finish that book, you're going to write many books during your life. He said, I see you like sacking up potatoes and sit over there, and then you sack up some more, sit over there. He said, you're going to write a lot of books. I'm working on book 13 right now. And so he saw a picture. Another time, the same guy, he, uh, I was having trouble with the secretary, and she was using the church phone to gossip, and I didn't know what to do, and it was very frustrating. And so he comes through town, and I said, would you pray with me about this secretary, my secretary? I don't know what to do. And that guy bowed his head, and he prayed and looked up at me, and he said, you never hired her. I said, what? He said, you never hired her. And I got thinking. I was at church one day, and that woman, she was real bossy, and she came to me and she said, the Lord told me I'm to be your secretary. And being stupid and naive and cement-headed, I said, okay. And it was the worst thing. But, but he saw by the Spirit she had never been hired. She hired herself. And I was Mr. Nice Guy and yield a bit. You know, it was my fault. Another time I had a guy come to preach in my church and that morning, I'll never forget, I was just in prayer that morning and I'd ask him to give his testimony about a healing he'd had in some Charles and Francis Hunter meeting. It was an amazing, miraculous healing. So I'd heard part of his testimony. I said, why don't you come to my church next, on Thursday night and just share your testimony about your healing? So he said, okay, I'll see you Thursday night. And so Thursday morning, I'm in prayer, <clears throat> and I'm just talking to God, just, just kind of trying to just be available to God, and I saw a high chair, like a little child's high chair, and then I saw a picture, and my knuckles were being hit with a ruler real hard. I thought, isn't that strange? So that night, the meeting's getting ready to start about 7 o'clock, about 6.30, he pulls up in his car. And I said, man, I'm glad you're here to give your testimony. And he said, I'm not going to give my testimony. I'm going to teach on forgiveness. And that guy got up and insulted everybody in the whole church. Extremely offensive. 
And I thought, I wish I would never had this guy. He, he, I mean, he insulted everybody in the church. I wish I'd never had him come. And guess what? The Lord said, you never asked me about it. I, I was having my knuckles wrapped. And the high chair, the Lord said, he's a baby Christian. You shouldn't have had him in your pulpit. So, it's sure quiet in here, but uh, <laughs> the Holy Spirit is very accurate. And I want to tell you, the biggest passion I feel is most of us are struggling with unworthiness. We don't think God cares. I want to tell you, God has made the slate clean. He looks at you through the eyes of Jesus Christ. He doesn't see you as you see yourself. He sees you as finished. Hallelujah. If you pray with an unworthiness, you're probably going to think, I know God loves me, but I, I just can't believe he would talk to me. Yes, he will, if you're not a double-minded person. Another way God speaks is through dreams, and of course, I won't go into that, but I like this one about peace, number seven, because a lot of times the Holy Spirit will talk to every one of us about peace. In Colossians 3.15, it says, let the peace of God rule in your heart. The Amplified says, act as an umpire. So if Pastor Darrell says, calls me and says, Brother Steve, I'd like you to come to speak in the church, I could say to him, you know, I've been praying about it and I don't have peace about it. And he might say, well, you don't have peace with God? I said, oh, I have peace with God, but I don't have the peace of God about the week you're talking about. And so this is a way the Holy Spirit acts as an umpire. You know, he'll say, you're either going to have a peace or lack of peace. I remember when I was pastoring, I had a guy. We had a 11,000 square foot church. It was a former Jewish synagogue, and the roof was leaking. And this guy came by with a pickup, and he had a big tar machine and everything. He said, I'll fix your roof. And so I went ahead and gave him a check and said, go ahead and as soon as I handed him the check, my peace was gone. My, sh my heart went into my shoelaces. And that guy ripped us off so bad. But the peace was gone. And the Holy Spirit will he'll remove the peace or he'll give you peace. If you have peace, you, you know it's the Lord. If you don't have peace, you better run the other way. The, other, the last, the eighth one, you're hearing God through the inner witness. There's an inner witness I like what it says in Romans, the Spirit himself bears witness that we are children of God. So how do you know you're a child of God? How do you know you're going to heaven? You have proof? How do you know? I know the Bible says it, but don't you ever wonder, maybe you're not going to make it? But you know what? The Holy Spirit bears witness. He makes you know you belong. I noticed, I learned a lot of this from my children because children never say at Christmas time, listen, you did too much. Uh, next year, next year, don't go to that much trouble. Children feel worthy and they know they belong. My little five-year-old once got locked out of the house and she rang the doorbell in 30 seconds, I bet 500 times, because she said, this is where I belong. And you're the same way. You know you're a Christian. How do you know? The Spirit bears witness. I sense His presence. I feel loved. And, and, and you just know. You just know that you know that you know that you know. And that's one way God speaks. And He'll bear witness about a lot of things. 
I don't get a good witness about cold weather. Just kidding. But, but, uh, but so, so forth. Yeah. Anyway, all these things are in my book, but I just, I think these are just excellent truths that God wants to tell us. And these are just, I'm just touching on a few principles here, but to me it's so, so, so exciting to hear the Lord and to know that, I feel like the biggest thing I can say tonight is that God is for you. He's for you. Paul said, if God be for you, who can be against you? And I've, I've said for a year now, I'm, I'm thinking of having that sentence tattooed on my forehead. If God be for me, who can be against me? Because that's the enemy all the time saying, well, you know, you know, God loves you, but yeah, you know. And it's all this junk. I don't know how the enemy does it, but he's an excellent liar. So, tonight, I just, I feel hunger in this room, and I feel that the Holy Spirit is so pleased. I prayed with a guy before the service, and he started praying for this meeting tonight. He's from Indiana. He started praying for this meeting, and then his daughter was with him in the car, and, and she, he, he said, his daughter's name's Angel. He said, Angel, are you hearing anything? And she said, yes, it's going to be a night of saturation. And, and, I, and then I was in the room, and and I, I get in the hotel room and, you know, I pray and then sometimes I stop praying and start begging. Not really. But, but, but I saw, it's like, it's like we were carrying these two big buckets of water. And the Holy Spirit, I'm going to carry in the goods tonight. Hallelujah, hallelujah. So thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. So um, let me, let's just... Let's just Ask the Lord a couple questions, just, and then we're going to just see what, see what else we can do here. But I want to do, I want to just, we can't have everybody respond, but um, since we're in Christian Life Church, and there's people probably that don't, you don't attend here, but, but it doesn't matter. But I want us to ask the Holy Spirit for just 30 seconds. What do you see going on in the future, Holy Spirit? Christian Life Church, what are you doing? And we're going to all ask the Lord that question. Then I want to see if somebody sees something, you can tell us. If somebody hears something, you can tell us. We could ask the Lord a lot of questions, but that's kind of a good question because I'm, I'm sure excited about what God's doing here. So Lord, we just ask you. Everybody just close your eyes. Just put everything else out. Holy Spirit, we ask you tonight to just talk to us. Show us what your intention is for the, the destiny of Christian Life Church. Tell us something tonight that you have in mind, that you have up your sleeve for this wonderful body of believers. Lord, we thank you for talking to us right now. Sometimes it's good just to sit quiet. You can even pray in tongues. Kiri tabrashatarabasitiya. Nushtikiti alada bokubaka, latabashuta, shutadi alada mata. Kiriya sotarabata matepitiya. We welcome you, Holy Spirit. 
We welcome you, Holy Spirit. We welcome you, Holy Spirit. Thank you for talking to us. Thank you for talking to us. Thank you for talking to us. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. <laughs> Thank you, Holy Spirit. Now we've had a few, we've had 30 seconds, 45 seconds. I know the Lord's showing somebody something. Just just raise your hand. What did you what did you hear? verse and it was after the leper was healed and he, he said however he went out and began to proclaim it freely and to spread the matter so much that Jesus could no longer openly enter the city but was outside in deserted places but the last sentence says and they came to him from every direction wow and I just, yeah, that's what yeah. sure exactly the Lord is saying I'm going to bring him from every direction and she got that out of a scripture. Yeah. Um, as I was praying, I kept getting the words that, that there's going to be more missionaries coming out of our church to different places in the world. And I just saw a giant map yeah. with a bunch of planes on like our area. And they're just going to all these different countries around the world. That is awesome. That is beautiful. I mean, isn't that beautiful? Because can't you just hear the heart of God saying, yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to scatter you all over the place. Um, we have in our backyard a big trampoline, and that's just the picture that I got is that trampoline and how we are going to be working with God. And so we do those little jumps, but those little jumps, as God takes that turn into springing us up into the air. And so as we do what we're called to do, just see God using that huge. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. So that's the voice of the Holy Spirit. I don't feel any goose pimples necessarily or anything, but it's, that's the way God talks. It's just, re, he's real quiet. Gives you a scripture, gives you a thought. Yeah. I just heard a confrontational evangelism door to door. Wow. Okay. Well, that just, Holy Spirit may be up to that. He starts leading that way. Yeah. Come down here a second. Dakota. Um, I saw an image of a tree, and it, the tree, the, deep, the roots were really deep, and the tree was strong, maybe not necessarily huge, but the fruit that came from the tree was abundant, and then it was rolling, you know, rolling into different places. I love it. So what the Holy Spirit is showing her is such a beautiful picture, because that's how God sees Christian life. The roots are down deep, and the fruit is flowing, and obviously it's it's going to flow more. It's going to multiply more. It just goes along with your word. Hallelujah. Yeah, over here. Um, I, I feel like this uh, goes along with what Lauren said, but I saw just blue, like blue water, just, um, just expanding in our reach, the reach of the church, yeah. just covering the earth, I guess. Yeah. Again, that expansion. Now, blue is an interesting color because the Holy Spirit comes in white. Anytime you see white in a dream or vision, it's always the Holy Spirit. But blue is the depth of the Spirit. You dream dreams, see visions. Blue always it means the depths of the Spirit, like she saw the blue water flowing. But blue, the sky, the air doesn't look like it has color, but in depth it does. If you look at the sky, it's blue. 
But if you look at air, it's, it's not the color. Blue is the depth of the sphere. If you look at water, if you pick up a bucket of water out of the ocean, it, it, doesn't look, it just looks clear, but in depth, it's blue. The Holy Spirit, that's always the depth of the spirit, yeah. I saw you, Pastor, drinking energy, energy drink. <laughs> like, drinking. <laughs> now, now here, this does not mean that he's to go buy energy drinks. Because <laughs> people get real carnal, but that's not what that means. Of course, it means that God's given him energy. It's beautiful. The container was white. I wonder what that means. Just kidding. But, but, it, but it, it's so beautiful. It's so simple. We miss it. We miss it. So, uh, anyone else have something you want to throw in there? Yeah. With, oh, sorry. Uh, two feet with sandals. Yeah. I was just walking around, and it was kind of dark in here. Sandals always represent freedom. It's just that, you know, you're not bound up with shoes and socks, just freedom. And the Holy Spirit's going to bring more freedom in this house. Hallelujah. Yeah. I seen a beautiful white horse. It was strong, beautiful, mm -hmm. just light, illuminated, um, coming into the darkness and bringing light. Yeah. Praise God. Well, we know that's scriptural. And God's, God's bringing things forth. And the horse always represents strength. Strength. Praise God. So, let's just do a little more. This is, this is fun. Then we'll do some other stuff. Pastor, come here. And you and Leslie both come here. Sing. I'm just going to pray about them. And we're just going to say, Holy Spirit, show us about them. I don't know what they need. I know he needs to buy some energy drinks. But... but uh, <laughs> So just everybody pray. We just pray. Holy Spirit, we just bless. We just bless Pastor Daryl, Pastor Leslie tonight. And we just, we just call upon you that you'll just talk to us. Reveal yourself. What are you saying for them? What do you have to say to them tonight? We just thank you, Holy Spirit. We thank you, Holy Spirit, for your guidance, for your encouragement to them. Kida bo shatara bako siki Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. I'm going to jump in here first because I hear this sentence real clear. This is, it sounds, fear not because I know the way. Stay here. Who, else, who heard something for pastor? Yeah. You saw? A gate. A gate. A iron gate opening up. Yeah. Beautiful. Gates, doors always represent something God's going to open for his kingdom. Yeah. Damon. I just saw the Lord had put like a scholarly robe on you. And the Lord said, I have given you authority as I would over a class. I've given you authority over this area. And the word that you preach is coming with even greater authority. Yeah. I believe that. I believe it's God's getting ready to broadcast more of the message that's in you too. That is beautiful. Dakota, yeah, run up here. 
people sit in the back because they are running from God. But uh, no, just kidding, just kidding, just kidding. Well, I waited for a second because I wasn't sure. Uh, it, it seemed didn't make sense to me, but I saw wheels, like uh, two wheels together on an axle. But um, and it, I feel like it represented the both of them. Yeah, Tran wheels, things like that always represent transportation. The Holy Spirit through her is saying He's going to give you the transportation. He's going to give you the wheels. It's so beautiful. Yeah. Unbroken fellowship between those two. Wow. Just as the Jesus had unbroken fellowship yeah. with the Father yeah. as he walked. I see that with, with them. I love it. I love it. Wow. Beautiful. Stay put a second. Yeah. Um, the verse came to my mind while you were praying. I was just making sure that I... Yeah. heard it correctly, was um, he's going to, like the new wine is going to be put in new wineskins because yeah. the old, you can't put new wine in old wineskins. Now that's so interesting because this guy I prayed with on the phone before the service, he said that God's getting ready to put new wine and new wineskins right here. That was about two hours ago, so praise God. Beautiful. I have to be obedient. I seen a hedge of protection around yeah. the two. Yeah, it was it was all around them, and it cool. it was the church itself. Yeah, God's protection. That's so encouraging. Yeah, I heard the word handpicked. That God handpicked, you know, pastor to lead the church for this particular church. Yeah, you've been handpicked by God. That's beautiful. Jordan, did you have some? Um, I had um, three different ones. I think mm -hmm. the first one was a group of people, um, like in chairs, settling down. Um, um, some were like just average state people, some were um, rich and um, powerful people in the front. Um, another one was uh, something, the other vision was about um, basically mass, basically. Um, some of them had um, blood on them. The other one was, it was children running up to um, basically in front of a church and getting something. I think food, it could have been something else, and then running on the other side yeah. um, to a back door or something. Yeah, and healing is the children's bread, Scripture says, and we all are come like children. Yeah, brother. I keep getting a picture of a nurse all in white with the red cross on her cap. Yeah. So I figure that must be the Holy Spirit. I wonder if it represents healing. Absolutely. Praise God. That's really true. God bringing. I know that's true. And see, the Holy Spirit is so practical because how he would, he could just scream at us healing, but he shows a picture of a nurse. Duh. Almost everything God gives you, you have to say, no, God, show me what that means. Pretty much most of the time it's obvious. Immediately I heard the words forging a path. So I think that kind of confirms everything else. Yeah. But when he talked about the church, I, I didn't uh, want to, I didn't say this right away, but I saw like manna from heaven. It wasn't snowflakes. It was like pieces and chunks, manna from heaven and abundance poured out upon the congregation. And some of those manna were money. They were dollar signs. Wow. <laughs> That's good news. Yeah, absolutely good news. And God's provision, you know. Wow. Go ahead, just stand up and start yelling. Okay. Um, I saw a red heart 
red heart, like a Valentine with um, just two ribbons, red ribbons on the sides, kind mm -hmm. of floating out. That speaks of relationship, you know. Amen. Amen. Sweet God. Sweet God. You had something over here. Excuse me. One second. Take it I didn't want to actually say anything because it seems kind of funny, but <laughs> she just said it too. I saw um, just a gold, like a wedding band, and yeah. then it merged into a, a heart. <laughs> yeah. And it was a red heart. And then when she said she saw a red heart, that kind of freaked me out. So, so I was beautiful. Quiet, but it's, that. No, it's the Holy Spirit. And, <laughs> It, to me, it just all talks about that relationship with you together, with you and the Lord, and so forth. Yeah. I just saw a dove over you, and then this blueness. And it wasn't water. It was just a blueness flowing down over you. So. The dove, the Holy Spirit, and the blue, Holy Spirit, hallelujah. That's awesome. So God's willing to talk to us, and I mean... I think one of the prices we pay is we live, in a, we live in a society where we're so busy. We have so much technology. The more technology we have, the busier we are. Four people sit down to eat lunch together and they're all on their cell phones, you know, talking to somebody else. But, but it's like the price to pay is just to... I don't spend a lot of time in big fashion, fancy prayer as much as I just sit in the presence of the Lord and just love on him and say, love on me, you know? And he'll start talking to you. Because most of us are bound by performance. We think we got to perform. He's done the performance. He needs us to listen, pay attention. And then whatever God shows you, agree with him. Praise God. Thank you guys for that. Thank you, Lord. And thank you all for listening. Hallelujah. Sweet Holy Spirit. There's so many things there that you just want to exhort on, but it's, it's so good. Let me just change the course here a second. Let me just pray for, I think there's three people in the room that you get a lot of headaches. We're just going to pray for you real quickly. I believe there's three of you. Yeah, come here a second. Yeah, come here a second, brother. Who's the third one? Okay. Now, yeah, that's fine. You come. Uh, it's amazing how much the Holy Spirit cares. And uh, so how long have you had headaches? Been over past year. Past year, how long? And your name is? Joshua. Joshua. What about you? 15 years. 15 years. And you're only 18? 19. 19. Goodness. Well, those are going to stop. I want to encourage you. They always get healed. Headaches always get healed. Yeah, they Few months. Since March of 2017. Could you be more specific? <laughs> okay, so we just. Well, March 7th of 2017. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Turns out it was shingles. You know, friend, this something really helped me once. A guy said, "If God can get you laughing, He can get His fist in your mouth without breaking your teeth." And I've always appreciated that because we need to laugh more. And sometimes when you're praying. To hear the Lord, sometimes it's good just to pray in tongues a little first, or just praise the Lord a little first, and then stay, Lord. And then one more thing, I'll just say it before we pray for them. This is something people don't get, but I guarantee you it's the gospel truth. So listen closely. 
When you are asking the Lord for direction, for example, you have a you have three job offers or three houses, a choice of three houses you want to buy or three cars you might want to buy and you say, Lord, I need your wisdom. Don't go to God and say, God, just talk to me, just show me. Do this. Lord, I'm going to pray about job number one. Pray about job number one and then write down what you see. Write down, do I feel some peace? Do I feel a picture? If you're praying with your spouse, what do you hear? What are you hearing? Okay, this is what I've heard about job number one. Now, now Lord, I'm going to ask another question. What about job number two? Pray about that. Write down what you see, what you sense, what you feel. Maybe you have a picture. Maybe you just start feeling yuck when you pray about that one. Saying, That's not the right one. Then, Lord, what about job number three? And just write it down, record it. it just be real practical. Because if you just pray this generality and God gives you a bit, you're not going to know which job he's talking about. And people just don't get it, but that's so simple. To just go to God and be real practical. Now say, now Holy Spirit, show me. Talk to me. And if you could just uh, put that into practice. You know, it, you, we all have decisions to make, so go to God and say, God, here's two choices. I don't know which one. Let me pray about this choice. Now let me pray about this choice. And you can go back again, pray some more. And I always say, God, forgive me. I'm not sure I'm, I'm, not sure I'm hearing you, so I'm going to pray a little more. He'll forgive you. He, he forgave Gideon, who said, Lord, he asked him for a fleece. God did it, and he said, God, I need to do it again. <laughs> anyway. Lord, we pray for Joshua tonight. Let's all agree. We agree, for his, we agree for his headaches to be healed. No more headaches, God. No more headaches. <clears throat> we declare in the name of Jesus Christ that Joshua is free tonight. We thank you, Holy Spirit. We thank you, Holy Spirit. We thank you for making this clear. You know, I see some decisions ahead for you, but, and, but God's going to make them easy, but it's like everything's it's prime time. It's like a, the, the season is ripe. Everything's ripe. The, the fruit is ripe. So God's getting ready to take you in the next step, and it's just, it's really good. I don't believe you'll ever have another headache. I really don't. So let's pray for Hannah. Lord, we just thank you. <clears throat> Lord, 15 years of headaches is enough. <clears throat> Lord, we don't know what's causing them. But Hannah, I feel right now God's saying he's going to heal the root of these. He's going to touch her at the, the Lord, the root of what, whatever's caused these headaches for all these years. Lord, we declare her well. <clears throat> we declare her healed. We declared her free ever again in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, we thank you for it. And Lord, we thank you. It's like this sentence I feel in, because you've put your trust in me, I'm going to take your life and use it for my glory. And I'm going to take you places that you never thought you could go. And, I'm, and, and it's like there's going to be a contentment, there's going to be a satisfaction, there's going to be a gratification. And you, I just see you walking with the Lord till your hair is as white as Pastor Merrill's. Just thank you, Lord, for this beautiful vessel. 
we declare that Hannah will have no more headaches ever, that she is free tonight. Jesus' name. Jesus' name. Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. <clears throat> First name is... Swapna. Swapna. We'll just call you sister. So, Lord, we thank you. We thank you, Lord, for Swapna. We thank you, Lord, for healing her headache once and for all. We thank you, God, for a stirring. You made a resolve, seems like several months back, just a real new, fresh commitment to the Lord. And God's going to honor you. And I'll tell you what I hear. He's going to order your steps. And you're going to know you're being guided by the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. And your first name is? Lord, we thank you for healing Rosa. We thank you, Lord, that ever since March 2017, she struggled. The knees are over. She's healed. She's whole. And Lord, we thank you. We thank you. We thank you. I see God healing your lower body too. It's like your legs or your feet or something there, but there's just a virtue. Do you have trouble with your feet? Or? Yeah, um, ever since March the 7th of 2017, my left side has been because of nerve damage. The nerve damage. So God, we just thank you for the total healing. Everything that she's going through, just make her whole and repair that in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. You guys can have a seat here a second. And we just... so. The Lord loves to talk to us and loves to show us things. And uh, during the worship, I heard that the Lord say he was going to heal somebody with a lot of itching. You just itch all the time. So grab a hold. And I, it's amazing. I, over the years, the most people get healed of anything else are skin conditions. Rashes, growths, tumors. And uh, I felt that we're supposed to, just real quickly, we'll do that. Somebody, you have somebody in your family that's real sick, and we're supposed to pray for you. Who, how many can raise their hand about that? We, we just, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. I just feel the Holy Spirit, during the worship, it's just like he, he, just like he promised me that he's going to heal those people. So, Lord, we just, we just receive right now. Let's just raise our hands. Lord, we just receive. <clears throat> we receive the healing of anyone who has this sick relative that they will be healed tonight. Lord, we send your word. We send your word. We send your word. Let that healing happen. Let it take place in Jesus' name. Lord, for everyone with their hand raised, we declare it so. We declare it done. We send the word to that hospital bed or to that home or wherever they are right now. We send the word and we expect we're going to hear good news. We expect it. Thank you, Lord. When everyone that has you have buzzing in your ears, if you get buzzing in your ears, if you'll just stand where you are, God, God's going to touch you tonight. So, Lord, we thank you for quieting that noise down. We thank you, Lord. That noise, that buzzing, ringing, whatever it is, it stops. We all agree. We agree, we agree, we agree. Jesus, we agree that it quiets down. It quiets down. Come, the total silence, oh God. We praise you for it. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. If anyone, you have any more of that ringing, don't answer it. Because the Lord's healed you. All right. Praise God. 
Who's had, who, which one of you people, you've had that just forever? It's just like, as long as you remember, you've had that. You thought it was normal or something? Is that what you said? And how's your headaches? How are you doing? No headaches. No, now, just jump up here a second. This precious lady, Gail, was not here in the service Sunday or Saturday night. Diane's jumped up and she said, my sister's had headaches since she was a kid. Every day? Every day. So, so she hasn't had a headache since yeah. Saturday night. Hallelujah. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. <clears throat> I just think that is so awesome. Thank you, Jesus. But it's so cool because she wasn't here. And God, God just went across town and just nailed her. What? He went across town. Across town, yeah. Even though he's busy with Afghanistan, he still had time. You know, so... Whew. Things are going to get better where you're concerned. I just... That just in my spirit so strong... Lord, we thank you and praise you. We thank you and praise you for the work of your Holy Spirit. You know, the Lord is so in charge. And I just hear that. Things are going to get better. And Lord, we thank you that you've heard every prayer. You've heard every cry. And God's going to bring a solution in your, in your situation. He's going to bring a solution. And I just hear the Holy Spirit saying, you're not to fret about it. You're not to stew about it. You're just to give God the glory. Because he has a better plan, a bigger plan, a wonderful plan. And you're to, you're to take on the role of cheerleader. God, we're just going to cheer you on. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Lord, we just praise you. And I just, again, I feel in my spirit that God's going to take what seems so difficult and complicated and he's going to make it simple, 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 simple. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Man, I feel that impartation of the Holy Spirit. These three drove five hours to get here tonight. Are you driving back tonight? Wow. In the snow, yeah. <laughs> Well, bless. Let's just stretch your hands toward them and thank you, Lord. We bless them. We bless Yuki. We bless Linda. We bless Sean. Oh, God, we just thank you for their hunger, their desire for you, the passion they have for you. And Lord, we thank you. I, I hear this sentence, Sean. God is closing the gap. So whatever gap that you feel there, God is closing it, and He doesn't lie. So, and I do, again, I feel like you're not distressed, you're not to fret, you're just to give God the glory. He's working. He's working, he's working, he's working. Thank you, Lord, for Yuki as well. We just thank you for everything. I see you coming down to like two choices, and it's just like it's going to be very plain to you. I don't know what this is about, but a, it's like a decision, but it's going to be extremely, extremely graphic, extremely plain from the Lord. So thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. And these guys, Julie and Neil, that's right. You've never been here before? 
That's so cool. Where do you live? Bloomingdale. Bloomingdale. I thought that's a store. <laughs> so let's all just pray for Julie and Neil. God, we thank you for them. Lord, we thank you for... <laughs> you know what I hear? Hearts of gold. That's what I hear the Holy Spirit saying about you. Lord, we thank you for these hearts of gold. This desire to serve you. This desire to follow you. And I just feel you're not only being connected with the Holy Spirit in this fresh river he's giving tonight for all of us, but, but especially you. Not only that, but God's going to, I just see a whole lot of interactions, the kind of people he has in your life and the right people, removing some, adding others. But there's like a whole family being built here. There's a wonderful relationship going on. God is going to tie you with the right people of significance. And it's going to be, you know, a, like, a, like a group thing, a family thing, an increase in how God uses you and the people you're used with. And they're gathered to you and you're gathered to them. And it's an awesome thing. You're going to feel like life's just beginning. There's a... Uh, God's, God's given you both like a net, a big fishing net, and you're going to catch a lot of fish. And God's initiating it. God's ordaining it. God's planning it. And all you have to do is enjoy the ride. Praise God. Yes, Lord. Man, is that true. You guys get ready. God is going to use you, use you, use you. So it's, like a, it's like a big family being built. It's just so cool. Hallelujah. So let's pray for Miss Lightbulb. What did you say? First name? Maria. Maria and Dan. Dan. Lord, we thank you for Maria. We thank you for Dan tonight. And so, Lord, I just thank you for blessing Dan. You know, I, I, one thing I hear for you, Dan, is that, not, number one, how much the Lord loves you. But be careful not to overthink because... You have a tendency to analyze and so forth. We all do. But don't overthink. Just say, Lord, talk to me. And you're walking out of here tonight with this new river released in you. But you're also, you, you're going to feel God has a, a, a new grip on your hand. You're going to sense his leadership. You're going to sense his, the perfection of his ways. I don't know if you've ever dreamed dreams, but you're going to dream dreams from God. And the Lord is just going to open your ear to hear him. And I can see you saying, I never thought I'd hear this much good news. But it's all good news from him. And it's it, just like you're being caught up into a new intimate relationship with him. And you're going to know that you know that you know you're hearing him. And it's his Holy Spirit leading you. So thank you, Lord. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Sweet Holy Spirit. Wow, it's kind of, well, it's just wonderful tonight. Can I pray with Lauren? Can I pray with you again? If you just come down here a second. I prayed with her this morning in this meeting. and I've been praying for you this afternoon because I, I really, I really feel this, that you have nothing to fear and not to be concerned. And so, Holy Spirit, we thank you for the plans you have for Lauren. We thank you, Lord, for the way you're going to use her 
you know, you've got ministry written all over you. And Lord, we thank you for her. I see you with these great big feet and you're just stomping on snakes and stomping on, you're, you're, you have a ministry of deliverance. You're gonna get people free all your life. You are going to unshackle people, like, like going into prisons and setting them free, but not physical prisons, but prisons of people that are in darkness and they're, they're under oppression. There's deliverance ministry here. And Lord, we trust you to open the right doors. And Lord, just put her with the right partner. And Lord, use her life to the fullest and Lord, even this time right now where she's groping for direction, we know you're making it plain to her. And we thank you that you're doing it in Jesus' name. Jesus' name. Jesus' name. Wow. Boy, do I feel good about you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Yeah. circle of angels around her. I believe it. Hallelujah. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, Lord. Now, anybody that stood up, did we have you stand up about ringing in the ears? Or raise your hand? What did we do? Who's tell, who can tell a difference already since we prayed? Just, it'll happen. Just, it'll happen. Just, just let us know what God's doing. See, don't be surprised when God heals you, because that's what we're talking about. You don't understand? <laughs> Lord, we command this noise to stop, this ringing to stop in Jesus' name. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Now, we're going to hear some testimonies of people that the ringing stopped, the buzzing stopped. So when it happens, just raise your hand and let us know. So we'll, we'll just blab it all over. We come to church and we're so geared to nothing happening. <laughs> you know, understand what I'm saying? And, you know, you don't have to have a miracle every service, but you know, God wants to show himself, you know. Who knows what he'll do? So thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Let me uh, pray for this couple right up here. Yeah, we can just run out here a second. And uh, is it Dan? Yeah. You know, I, want, I never got a chance to give this Sunday morning, but... I looked at you and I saw this so vivid that in 2 Kings 13 when, when the prophet told Joash to strike the ground and he struck it three times and stopped and the prophet rebuked him. He said, you should have struck it more. I saw you striking the ground and I, I just feel like God's getting ready to do more but you're to strike the ground. You're to be real aggressive toward God. And say, God, I'm not going to settle for anything less than you have. That's the mode you're to take on. I know I'm hearing God. You're, that's the mode you're to take on. And don't, don't just strike the ground. Strike it until he tells you to stop. But God will reward you. Because he's got more up his sleeve. So praise God. Your name is? Charmaine. Charmaine. Paul. Paul. How many years together? 25. 25. Happy anniversary. Thank you. So, Lord, we thank you for Charmaine and Paul. We bless their lives. We bless their ministry. We bless their calling. Lord, we bless their future. Sweet Holy Spirit, we just ask you to download in them and on them and work with them. Work with them. 
you know, God said he's adding to all of us tonight, and I feel that. Amanda, I'm getting such a witness, but I feel that increase of that river, that river of God flowing. And you've already had a lot of influence, and I, I see the Lord working with you both, working with you, working through you, working in you. And there's going to come like a new eloquence, an ability to express, and like piercing through the darkness. You're going to feel like we've got new tools We've got new equipment. God's upgraded us. And there's no, I don't I hear this sentence, no more disappointments. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. No more disappointments. Praise God. Praise God. Whew. You know, the, say again. That's one of my go-to verses. That's one of your go-to verses. God will not disappoint. I love it. Isn't that amazing how God uses that terminology? Wow. <clears throat> I feel like you two are at halftime. I don't know. You know, you know when, when the game's half over, you get a little reprieve. The coach encourages you. Now he said, now you're getting ready for the second half. That's where you are in your lives right now. You're getting ready for the second half. God's really used you, been good to you. Get ready for a better... Second half. Praise God. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> wow. Wow, wow, wow. So, so thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I, I, <clears throat> I just, this went across my spirit about migraines. Is there somebody that didn't come up, but you have a lot of migraines? Are you here in the room? Or it might be somebody in your family. I don't know, but I just hear that just distinctly. Candace, you have migraines? Say again. They're weather-induced. Well, weather and I don't get along good anyway, so. <clears throat> Lord, we declare Candace free. We all agree. We declare her free from these migraines, this junk, that whatever causes it. Lord, it's not your will that she's in pain and dealing with these all the time. So we declare her free. We know the Holy Spirit tonight has released her. We know that she is free, 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 free through the blood of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. What I see, it's like you feel like you've been walking uphill for a long time, just walking uphill. But I just feel God is just breaking something here. That that merry-go-round syndrome, that uphill syndrome is being broken. And God's going to gratify you. God's going to gratify you about everything about your life. And I hear this sentence that 2018 is your year. It's your year. So we just receive with you. Excited for you. Praise God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Let me pray for Jennifer a second. She's always my favorite because she makes a gift basket for me. She does. <laughs> Not because oh. she wants to. She has to do it. <laughs> no, she gets to. Yeah. She gets to. Lord, we thank you tonight for Jennifer. Everybody, everybody just pray with me and just, let, just maybe the Lord will tell you guys something about her along with me. So Holy Spirit, we thank you for Jennifer. Lord, we thank you for that she's such a faithful servant. 
you know, I just see your heart so pliable and soft toward the Lord. And if I can speak for God, it's like he's pleased with you. And he, he's going to start doing things. And I, I see the anointing real strong on your hands, but I, I feel like the Lord's saying that everything you put your hand to, he's going to bless. And even those prayer requests, even those desires, you reach out to the Lord. I see the Lord handing you a diploma and it's like you've passed some tests. You've been promoted. <laughs> so hallelujah. Whew, man, I'm getting hot all over. I just feel this precious anointing. Lord, thank you for promoting Jennifer, oh God. Whew, I'm getting a witness again. Goodness gracious, that almost hurt. Holy Spirit, we thank you for the promotion. It's coming to Jennifer. Hallelujah. Funny, because I see you celebrating. I really, I see you celebrating. Wow. Anyone hear anything for Jennifer? Yell it out there if you have. Woman of valor. Woman of valor. I like it. I like it. Thank you, Lord. Woman of valor. Artist. I like it. You like art? Not too good at it. Yeah, well. More of a practical person. More of a practical person. <laughs> Praise God. Well, God knows what he's doing. Praise God. Thank you, Lord. Bless Jennifer, Lord. Bless her. Lord, just bless her. We know you are. We know you're, you're saying it. Now just bless her beyond her wildest expectation. Thank you for that diploma. Thank you for the promotion. I can't wait to hear. I can't, I can't wait to hear. Praise God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I want to just pray for Luke a second. I don't want to, but I feel like I have to. <clears throat> Lord, I thank you tonight for my brother Luke. I thank you, Lord, for his, his testimony. I thank you for the fire that's in him. Boy, do I see that fire. Wow. Holy Spirit, I thank you for the fire, fire, fire. The Holy Ghost fire. And I just feel the Holy Spirit saying it'll never go out. It'll never go out. Lord, we just thank you to add gasoline to it. Just make it worse. Make it greater. Make it expand, oh God. Lord, we thank you. We thank you, we thank you, we thank you. Sweet Holy Spirit. And, and uh, I just feel like you're going to be hearing that word of knowledge more. Just, it's just going to be there. And you're going to say, the Holy Spirit told me thus and so. And you're going to tell people, this is what the Holy Spirit told me. God's going to give you discerning where you're going to be able to diagnose people and say, I see the root of your problem. And I don't know, I know you don't want to hear this, but you got a spirit of a counselor. And you will counsel people with God's word and God's wisdom. And it's like, it's like a, that supernatural gift to help people get unlocked from their situation. It's, it'll be a spirit of counsel. It's a gift. So thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for all this pastoral gift. Thank you, Lord, for the, the eyes to see. And thank you, Lord, for this fire. I see, you're, I see the vision. like you're, you're, The Lord's letting you see so far. So praise God. 
Amen. Amen. And I feel like you're going to get taller. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I don't know. Who else had a, anybody have a ringing in your ear? Stop. You got a, Julie, yours is, it's gone. Was it a buzzing or a ringing or what? A lot of, what'd you say? Crickets. Like crickets? So she's talked about it to you a lot? So the cricket noise has stopped. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. <clears throat> That's awesome. That's awesome. That's awesome. That's awesome. That's awesome. Thank you, Lord. Sweet God. Sweet God. We're going to get out of here, and I guess. I don't know what we're going to do here, but I feel like somebody's <clears throat> physical heart is weak, and I just, I don't have to pray for you, but I just feel God just kind of massaging your heart tonight and just just letting healing flow to you. So if you struggle with a weak heart, just grab a hold. I feel like we're supposed to pray for somebody in the body that really has a great need right now. Is there somebody that's <clears throat> really suffering or something? I just... The Walgreens? Okay, the Walgreens, Mr. Okay, let's do that. Man, I just, it's just like I feel the Lord saying, I want you to agree and pray. And your dad, he's back, and I see, oh man, what's his first name? Your dad's first name, Jim. We agree for Jim, Lord. God, touch him. We ask you, Lord, because we hear you saying it. We're to pray for Jim tonight. God, we send the word to him. Lord, just the way you healed Gail when she wasn't here, heal Jim. Come into that hospital room. Come into that ICU and just, just touch his body. Get him, get him moving. Get him flowing. We rebuke the assignment against him. We rebuke it. We cast it down in Jesus' name. And Lord, we pray for the Walgreens. Who's having the surgery? Is Miss Stan Walgreens. Stan Walgreens. Lord, we pray right now. Whew, man, I don't know if you felt that. I, it, it, something just went like a river. Just, whew. Lord, we thank you for healing Mr. Walgreen. Lord, bless him. We thank you to bless him. Lord, that your will happen. Lord, anoint the doctors or heal him ahead of time, God, whatever. But let it be awesome. Let it be awesome. And Lord, heal his wife where this leg, hip got fractured. God, we just ask you for an amazing miracle. For her in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Wow. We do believe you, Lord. We believe you, Lord. Hallelujah. Was there another one? That somebody else you talked about? Your mother? Okay. Okay, okay. Oh, we agree. Lord, send a word to her mom. We send the word that the blood will flow, the body will heal. Give her quality until it's time, Lord, when you want to take her on, God, bless her. We send the word. Gigi. Okay. Okay. And the cells are expanding. She's taking prednisone because it doesn't help. 
will have a stroke and she needs a hip replacement and okay. they won't give her one because of the prednisone. Okay, because of the prednisone. So Lord, we just pray for Gigi right yes. now. We ask for the miracle to happen. We ask for a miracle to manifest in her life. The amazing, mighty, mind-boggling release of your power in Gigi's life. We thank you, Lord. Free her from the pain, free her from the medicine, free her from everything. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I know God's hearing it. The cool thing is, it's one thing to pray, it's another thing that God's commanded us to pray. You know, it's like, and if he's telling you to pray, it's going to work. Dr. Ferguson? Okay. He's really in rough shape. I met him once. Ferguson? Lord, let's, we just pray. Lord, Lord, we pray. We all agree for Brother Ferguson. God, we just ask for an intervention. An intervention. We just rebuke every attack against his body. We, had, we rebuke the, the junk, the disease. We just declare that cancer cursed. We declare that. To, and Lord, give him comfort and give him hope and give him strength. We expect we're going to hear a good report about him. We thank you, Lord. 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 I prayed for you guys this morning, but I want to tell you, I've, I just, in my spirit, I feel so good about what God's up to, both of you. I don't, I don't know. I can't put it in words. It's just that it's just a real divine time in your life. It's a good one. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. I can't, I just, I, it's, I feel stupid saying it, but it's just so real in my spirit. I just like, wow. A good thing. Hallelujah. Before pastor comes, let's, I just want to pray for my friend Donna. Lord, I thank you for Donna tonight. I bless her life. I thank you, Lord. You know that scripture that says, we quoted tonight, Isaiah 30, you're going to hear a voice behind you saying, this is the way, walk in it. And it's these tests and things you're going through are temporary, and, it's, it, and the Holy Spirit is hearing you, He's helping you. Thank you, sweet Spirit of God. I can feel the frustration, and I, I just, I know the Holy Spirit is, is helping you. Thank you, Lord. And Lord, I pray for Christy. I thank you, Lord, for her, her life and her. You know, you've had to keep your poise. You've had to keep your self. You kind of, like the Bible says, you bind yourself to the altar. I see you doing that just like God. I'm challenged, but I'm here to stay. Lord, I'm here to stay. And the Lord is pleased with your stance. He's pleased with your perseverance and your tenacity and that you've made him Lord, and you mean it, and you've been challenged. You've been challenged, you've been challenged, you've been challenged, but you've, you've stuck it out, and God sees it, and God's just telling you how pleased he is about it. Thank you, Lord. So, where's your other boy? See? Yeah, bring your carcass down here a second. Matthew, <clears throat> let me... And Mark, come here a second. I just want I'm here. I just like to pray for kids. And they're all so short. Um, <clears throat> so, Lord, we thank you for Matthew. 
we thank you for the way you have your hand on his life. And, you know, I just see God digging deep in you. It's just like a digging is like dredging out a river. He's digging deep in you. God's increasing your confidence. You're going to see your confidence grow week to week, month to month, but you're going to feel the Holy Spirit. It's like he's like raging inside of you. You're going to know what it means to have his authority, his, his knowing, his assurance, and he's equipping you. This is a warrior right here. This is a warrior, and he will fight for God, and you know that he's your source. Hallelujah. I see like in a year's time, there's going to be so much growth that people are going to say, what happened to you? I just see that, just the growth, the growth. And Lord, we thank you for Mark. We bless him tonight. We bless his life. We bless his life. Thank you, Lord, for making everything work. I just see God fusing him. You know, like a welder would weld something together. God is just welding you to his purpose. It's in, you're immovable. Immovable. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for your love that flows through this man. I feel that word uncompromising. He is. I feel that word of assurance that you and God have it settled. Hallelujah. I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. He's going to carry the gospel. Hallelujah. Yes, he is. Hallelujah. 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 So, I'll say it again. Don't you appreciate the Lord? He's so good to us. He's good to us. And I believe and I know there's an impartation here tonight that God is giving to every single person. And the, uh, my sister that you prayed, you had that word. What is your first name again? Megan? But there's a, I was standing over there. I saw like God moving, removing a, a barrier, like a blockade or something. But before, before this year is even half over, it's like you're going to see a whole lot of good changes. God's just doing for you. So thank you, Jesus. He knows us. And it's almost like he loves us. So, thank you, Lord. Hmm. When we went back to pray with Brother Merrill for the Ferguson, or I think it was him, but I'm standing there and I feel this whoosh like a river, like it would... It about knocked me over, just like you're standing in a river. But that happens once in a while, but I know it's the manifestation of the presence of God. I wish it would happen 24-7, but it, it's real. God hears. God's with us. He works with us. I pray everyone, everyone is, let's just all lift our hands to the Lord again. Lord, we thank you. I'm just going to pray this prayer of impartation for all of us. Lord, we just pray. We pray the impartation again, the river that's being released in every person. Lord, you said there's going to be clarity of direction. You said there's going to be equipping. Lord, we thank you for every piece of equipment you're doing tonight. 
For every person, there's equipping. Lord, we thank you for everything you're doing that not one person is going to leave here without saying, there's something more than I've ever experienced God doing in me and God doing through me. Thank you, Holy Spirit. We thank you for the work, the work of the Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord, for the work of the Holy Spirit. Lord, I thank you for the work of the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Your first name is? Beverly. Beverly. You know, I see the Lord like tying your shoes. And it's like your walk with him is going to be secure. And it's just like he's the helper, Beverly. And he's going to strengthen. Where you, I feel like you feel, sometimes you feel so weak. Physically, you feel so weak. Emotionally, but God is strengthening you. And he's going to direct your steps. He's going to honor your steps. He's going to walk with you. You are entering new strength. All kinds of strength. All kinds of strength. Physically, emotionally, mentally. You're tasting his strength spiritually. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. So. What a sweet night. What a sweet Holy Spirit. I could stay here all night. I just feel God's presence. But I'm going to have Pastor come and just do something. I'll say it one more time. Don't you appreciate the Lord? Good God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you.